Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. Hey, it's Odie Strahan, and I'm having one of the most amazing days of my life. Hopefully you are too. Let's get this show started. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. Guys, I am fired up. We are in for a treat today. Uh, this gentleman that I have, he starred at St. Patrick, St. Vincent High. By far, in my humble opinion, the most athletic player in some time out here in Northern California. And uh, he's currently at Scotland Campus Sports, you know, phenomenal prep school out, you know, which we'll, we'll, we'll get into in a few here. But really excited to have this gentleman on to get to his backstory, his journey, and you know where he's at currently and, you know, what he plans on doing in the future. Jaden Alexander, you out there, my man. Yo, I'm right here. Appreciate you, my guy. Appreciate you having me on. No, you got it, brother. How's everything going today so far? Uh, today's going good. You know, it's a lot of preparation today because, you know, we play tomorrow. It'll be our, my fifth game plan. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a good one for sure. Well, that's, that's awesome, man. Like, I, I know I've had a phenomenal day on, on my end. I'm ready to get going. I got a lot of stuff I want to get into. So, without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. So, talk to me, man. Growing up, uh, obviously, you know, you, you've grown, you grew to a nice size, the ideal, you know, size for an athlete, that's for sure. What sports did you play growing up uh, outside of basketball, if any? Well, it was strange. So I played soccer, soccer and basketball, are the only two sports I played. But before I even got into basketball, we was always like, always watching football, always like football, football, always talking about football. And then one day my father ended up putting lace and mitten down and, you know, build a basketball hoop in our backyard. And, like, ever since then, like, we never even really thought about, you know, football, like, playing every football. So I never even got started with football. It's just been basketball ever since. Like, dropped the soccer, dropped everything, you know. I haven't been playing two sports, haven't really been that type of guy. Just always basketball ever since. No, man, you know what? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing that you said soccer because I always feel, out of all sports, I think soccer and basketball go hand in hand, especially with the footwork that's required, you know, when it comes to basketball. Um, that's always something that I actually found something that a lot of these, a lot of my guests I've had on the podcast have in common. At some point or other, you know, soccer was part of the, you know, sport, it was, was one of the sports they played, you know, growing up. Uh, but mm. it sounds like it sounds like once uh, basketball got introduced in your life, that, that kind of just took over. Right, right, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we just fell in love. Me and my bro brother just fell in love with it right then and there. Let me ask you this. At what age did you realize that basketball was going to be, going to, be the sport that you were going to pursue? Uh, what age? I would probably say around, I want to say eighth, eighth, ninth grade, because eighth grade was crazy. Was I had a growth spurt. I, played, I think I grew five, six inches that year. So, you know, it was pretty, obviously a pretty big one. So, like, when, when that was happening, you know, I started getting a little athleticism. You know, obviously I started, I was a lot taller than everybody else now. Well, not everybody, but, you know, like, most of the people that I was on the court were. So, you know, it just, then I kind of just put two and two together and was like, yeah, that's something I really want to do, you know. So I just ended up, you know, it became nonstop. Like, it wasn't a second, second time. Got it, man. Let me ask you this. Uh that anytime you get a type of growth spurt like that, that could definitely uh, <laughs> help mm -hmm. out quite a bit, especially especially when you're talking about five to six inches. Um, yeah. When did you actually start playing AAU ball? Um, I started AAU in seventh grade. That was my first year I started playing, and I played with a team called Solano Select. Um, it was like, you know, a local team out of Fairfield. You know, we kind of 
I didn't really travel too far. Mostly, probably the farthest we went was Reno. It's probably a three-hour drive. So that was like the first kind of team. Then from there, I went on to Vision, and we were actually probably one of the top teams in the uh, Northern California, playing with them. And then afterwards, you know, ever since then, I kind of played with a few other teams. I played with Lake Show. I played with uh, West Coast League. Played with some other teams around the Bay Area. You know, it's yeah, so it's been you know been kind of ups and downs. You know, only a couple of teams I've been on weren't really too many winning teams, you know. But ever, other than that, you know, I've been, you know, on like pretty dominant teams. Gotcha. Let me ask you this. Uh, that being said, I mean, you know, you mentioned Lake Show, West Coast Elite, definitely some prominent programs, uh, you know, out here in, you know, Northern California. Uh, you know, they have definitely have a track record, you know, especially, you know, uh, you know, Lake Show, shout out Joey Fuca. I had him on the pod, you know, right. great family, great family ran you know, organization. Right. You know, yeah, no, great guy, great guy. Um, you know, he came on and actually early on episode 17, I want to say. Uh, but man, you know, the, the whole family, that whole organization is great. Obviously, West Coast Elite, uh, you know, big name as well. You know, they've they <laughs> they have, they've had a plethora of, uh, you know, top players in, in their in their program. Let me ask right. you this. Uh, uh, among, uh, amongst all, all, all those teams, where do you feel like you got the most growth from? You know, that w- when it comes from an ex- you know experience standpoint, that you feel that you that your that your game benefited. Now, I want to make sure that you know people out there listening. I'm not saying right. this was necessarily the best, the better program. But, what yeah, I'm trying to say. Right, right, now, yeah. Where do you feel that you developed the most under? Um. Okay, this is hard because with Lake Show, I played there for two years, right? But because then I, I was there and I ended up leaving and I came back. And then West Coast League, this past year was the first time I was on the circuit. So obviously, you know, that's where the competition is. So, you know, I feel like it's hard to say, but I want to say it had to be West Coast League because even though I've only, it was only one summer, but like the competition that we played, I was really able to see like where my game was at, like mentally and physically. Like I was introduced to new concepts, like playing against, you know, a lot better competition. Uh, things of that nature like it's you know playing you know in different areas across the country you know that's why i said the biggest thing is was the biggest like jump for me as far as like which team gotcha gotcha no no you, you uh you tend to learn about yourself especially if you're honest with yourself when you level up and you play against you know let's just be honest better competition right competition right, again right. i mean that, that's gonna be better that's gonna stretch you then you got then you really get to kind of get uh you know really a, a good view of yourself on where, where, where you stack against the top players. Right. And, right. and, that, and that's definitely with, uh, you know, West coast, they're going to put you uh, in those situations, in those tournaments, you know, in those games, that you're going to get, that you're going to play against the top players. Uh, circuit wise, which circuit were you able to participate in? Uh, West coast league is on uh, under armor. Under armor. So, got you. Got yeah, you. Yeah. I know Lake Show plays a little bit of everything. I know Joey, you know, uh, you know, get, you know, you know, he does some Adidas, the Gauntlet, and uh, I'm right. not sure. Uh, were you able to play at all? Whether even guest playing for any EYBL or, or, or Adidas Gauntlet uh, circuits yeah. at all? Yeah. So what was weird about that? I did um, this past year. They were on this past summer. They were they were on the Adidas Gauntlet. So I think that was the first year that they were actually on there. So yeah, when I was there, we weren't, you know, we weren't participating in any of that. It just didn't happen yet, I think, type of thing. I don't think it was nothing, like, too crazy about it. It just didn't happen yet. So talk to me about the Under Armour then. So that's, it sounds like that's the one that you're able to participate in. Now, mm-hmm. we always hear, hear about circuits. That's what I like about, uh, you know, 
having someone like yourself that's played on the circuit. So, so my thing is this, and, and I, you know, I definitely was cognizant of what you said, you know, when you started AAU, I like to have, this is straight talk. There's no filter on here. I got, you know, I've had a lot of the top athletes, a lot of, you know, I've had, you know, four star, five star recruits come in here. And then obviously you got, you know, other stories like yourself, you know, on here that's right. been able to play top programs, but this is why I want the parents to hear. I want the players to hear. Uh, I want, you know, other people here when it comes to, uh, in, you know, the circuit specifically itself, uh, what, what do you think was the biggest benefit for you when it comes to the circuit? Do you feel like there was a, more of an exposure, the competition, or a little bit of both? What specifically do you feel that you benefited the most from playing under the Under, under Armour circuit? Uh, definitely both. And, like, even another thing you probably don't think about is playing with better players, like, around me. You're obviously, you know, everybody where – every player that I play with coming from their school is obviously, like, the top player. So I had to learn how to adjust and fit in my game, you know, to help – you know, basically so I can compliment myself and also compliment other people. You know, obviously you're not going to – like, you know, I'm still still obviously one of the better players, but I'm still not going to – it's not always going to be just about me. You know, it's not going to be I have to do this, 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 and that. Like, it's, it's never going to be like that, playing on better teams. So that was one of the biggest things I had to, like, learn. How do I stand out or still play my game while playing with other players? You know, there's different egos. There's different things like that on a lot of teams. So you got to adjust to that. But as far as the competition – um, like, yeah, that was, you know, it was, it was difficult at times. I'm not saying for like just myself, but like, you know, as a team, you know, we, we, we might struggle it here and there. And we also had highs, we had some lows, but you know, it's the biggest thing is like, you just realize that all oh, like it keeps going no matter what. And you're going to, you might play a team again, like that same team that you just play, you got a chance to get them back. You know, it's like little things like that. It's just, it's always the ball keeps rolling. It's always going to keep going. Let me ask you this. Uh, I know it's going to sound like an obvious question to some of the listeners, but I mean, I think you, I think you'll get what I'm trying to get at when it comes yeah. to the, the standard, you know, local AAU scene, like you, like you said, you know, with your, with your first team, I was just really, you know, let's just be honest, local, the Reno one, just, you know, it was probably like Memorial day or whatever you went out there for, you know, Reno. Yeah. 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 So uh, when it comes to levels, you know, being levels to this, right. Talk mm. about the difference when it comes to your standard AAU local ball, and then you're talking about circuit ball. What, what, I mean, what do you think was the biggest adjustment for you when, when you made that when you made that leap? Like, whoa! All right, this is. Uh, well, I'll I'll let you answer it. But like, what uh, what was what, what was that initial adjustment you had to make? Right. Um, I would say it's, it's going to sound pretty broad, but I think like everything about like there's the difference is like everything, every little thing as far as preparation, as far as like details everything is different everything is like a lot better of course you know obviously you might play teams here and there and it's, you know you're supposed to win but you know the, the top teams that you are playing like everything is like a lot tougher you know having to pay attention you can't take plays off you take plays off you know bad things are gonna happen of course so you know like it's it's like i would say like if i had to tell somebody that i would say everything was different like, you know, it, it really opened my eye. That's why I was, even though it was only about three months, three, four months, it really opened my eye to, like, you know, a lot of things I didn't, I didn't know that I knew before. No, absolutely. Let me ask you this, uh, you know, before we move on and, and pivot into, you know, your high school career. Uh, uh, let, let, talk to me about, uh, and I don't want to get you in trouble with this one, but <laughs> who, who, who do you feel was your personally, your toughest competition, you know, during the circuit? And 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 who do you think is the most? Who was the most talented teammate you had? Talented teammate I had. Yeah, as well as the toughest opponent. 
you had to face while on the oh, circuit. Okay, yeah, it's tough one. Okay. Um probably as tough as team. I don't team Canada was probably tough for us and team DC. Uh, DC Premier was the tough, probably the tough ones. As far as because those were teams we both we played those teams twice. Was there a specific times. was there a specific player though that you felt that like was the toughest player that you've had a that you had to go against while you were at the while you were on the circuit? Uh I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's a, a specific player. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't say there's a specific player, but I would say like both of those teams, like like tough-minded, like gritty teams that just like, you know, they press, obviously. You know, they just play, I just feel like they play a lot tougher than we did at the time, you know, a couple for a couple of those games. You know, and obviously that like it, it showed, you know. So that, that was like the most difficult part, I would say. And then as far as my team, I would say Miles Bird. Nice. I would say, my, yeah, Miles. Miles was pretty one of the most talented uh, players, especially coming back within that uh, when we started the July period. That's when he really raised his game. Obviously, you know, Derek, obviously, really good player. Aiden, he was hurt quite a bit. So I didn't really, I mean, I got to play with him, of course, but he was kind of hurt most of the summer. And he had an ankle injury that was like really bothered that messed him up most of the summer. And Takai, obviously, like, you know, there was a lot of good players. You know, a lot of good players on the team, a lot of talent on the team. You know, I, obviously, I haven't really played with that much talent before on the team. No, that's awesome. And you know what happens is when, I mean, some of your best development probably happened just in practice. Let's just be perfectly honest, playing against <laughs> right, the top right. players. I mean, you just named some players that went to Pac-12 and, and has, you know, obviously, you know, uh, offers from just about anybody, right? Those people you just right. named off. So uh, that that's – that. That in itself probably helped with your progression. Sometimes probably more than the games than the game itself. Right. So, yeah. no, nah, that's awesome to hear. Let's let's pivot and get into your you know your stellar high school career at St. Patrick St. Vincent. Uh, okay. Talk to me about the transition into high school. You know, uh, you know how was that for you? I know you said you know you, at, that, at that point you were taking you know basketball full time. Uh, you mm -hmm. know uh, how was that transition? How many years did you actually play varsity ball? Mm -hmm. So I played three years. Um, my freshman year, I was actually abandoned. Uh, so gotcha. And then I was I played JV my first year, and that was that was a good year, of course. But I also had to learn a lot. Like you know, the coaching style was different there. Like it was, I mean, a lot for a lot of people, the coaching style was different. Um, and it was something I just had to adjust to. And I'm the type of person that's kind of like kind of like describe myself as like I guess like water of any shape. Like I'm always gonna adjust, you know. Like with water in any like container, like I'm always gonna adjust no matter what kind of stone my way. So that wasn't too hard for me, but at the same time, like I had to, it was eye opening, you know. It's like you know things are gonna be different. Like you gotta adjust, you gotta you know continue to learn. And then that summer, I played, I played varsity, obviously in the summer league and whatnot. But then I ended up transferring that summer to St. Pat's. And, you know, there was just some problems here and there that I probably team-wise and school-wise, St. Patrick's was probably a better fit at the time that me and my family chose chose to make. So coming to St. Patrick's my first year, I was playing varsity. And it's hard to pinpoint that sophomore year because there were some good things, there were some bad things. I would say the biggest thing was at the end of the last game, uh, first playoff game going into state, I, uh, I ended up fracturing my tibia. Remember, I, I was going coast to coast. I made a move at half court, and I know I was ready to take off. And then somebody pushed me, 
and I came down on it. it was and the crazy thing is I didn't obviously I didn't know that fractured my tibia because I'm the type of person that's like I'm playing through everything, you know. When somebody like has to tell me to sit down, I'm like I'm playing through everything, like it, it doesn't matter. And so like obviously I didn't know I fractured my tibia, so you know I'm sitting there trying to you know do calf raises. I remember I went back into the trainer's room. She's had me do calf raises. She's kind of like holding my foot. I'm trying to jump in, doing all this other stuff. You know, I didn't know. I had no clue. And I remember, I thought I'd probably just roll my ankle, just came down on the wrong. I tried to get back in, like try to play again. I really couldn't. I couldn't get going. We ended up losing that game. So obviously our season was over. But I remember I went home and I went home and then I, you know, I was just sitting there thinking, trying to move my foot. And I was just like, no, like this, this one's a little different. It's not just like a normal ankle injury. So I ended up going to the doctors that night, probably around 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. And that's when basically they told me. And obviously, like, it was different for me because I never had, I was that kid that never, like, broke anything. Like, I never, I don't, I didn't get hurt often, you know. So like, that was, like, the biggest thing. I was, I think I was out for about two months. You know, it was good that the season was obviously over, but, you know, crutches, like the whole thing, I had, you know, obviously I had to do all that with the cast, and that was tough. You know, that was real tough. That was one of the biggest things I had to go through. Um, but then again, like, you know, it's, it's kind of weird, you know, things that really break you down, things that really like put you to one of your lowest points. It's kind of the reason why you end up, you know, rising to the top, and kind of like the cream to the top type of thing, you know? Because in my next year, I guess you could say I was on my breakout year, I started to get a lot more recognition. A lot of people started talking about me more. I started to get better. My game started to grow. My junior year, I think I went from averaging a sophomore year, I think I averaged nine or 10 points to my junior year, I averaged 20, 21. And then now my senior year, I averaged 29, 30. So, you know, it just like, you know, each year I kind of progressed, but I feel like ever since then, like I was able to really open my eyes up to like new things. No, absolutely. I think, I think, um, a lot of times, especially when you never had to uh, deal with that type of adversity, you know, uh, it's challenging. You know, as as simple as an injury may sound to someone, if, you, if you're dealing with a, with an athlete that's never had to deal with that, never had to have the sport taken away from them, you know, for two yeah. months, that that's that's uh, that's mentally grueling in itself. You know, and at that point, honestly, people don't realize that that actually ends some careers. To be honest with you, you know, mm-hmm. and so uh, it either make you or break you sometimes and uh yeah sometimes you know that you, you do need that that setback you know it's a it's old saying that setback the setback is just a setup and that's mm-hmm. what it sounded like it, it was for you now now you had mentioned your you know how you evolved uh you know from year after year after year you're talking about nine points to 20 you know 20 to 29 right. let me that being said talk to me about the you know your role changed on that team each oh, year yeah. that, that, yeah. that's how that's how you you were able to create such massive right. numbers talk to me about the roles uh, uh, especially come junior senior year uh you know how how you were able to handle pretty much get, given the keys you know the right, keys to, right. to the team talk to me about yeah. that responsibility yeah so hey quick break here sorry to interrupt the podcast but we'll get right back to it I just wanted to take a moment to talk about Hardwood Palace, Northern California's premier basketball facility. Hardwood Palace has eight hardwood courts, a full-service cafe, and a reputation for reliable and quality programs. 
Extreme Hoops runs the largest weekly AAU tournament in the area with a variety of competitions from all over California and Nevada. They also offer a youth league, Hardwood Hoops, which is rec level and runs four seasons a year for individuals looking to be placed on the team. Check out hardwoodpalace.com to see all they have to offer. You can follow them on Instagram at extreme underscore hoops underscore basketball or contact Steve Williams by emailing steve at hardwoodpalace.com. Get your hoops on at the Hardwood Palace. interesting was I would probably say my sophomore year I was probably the fourth option you know because then I had a kill DJ who's uh at Washington State now and yeah. then uh Jalen Scott those obviously they, they were already there before me of course and I with humility I probably would say they were probably better than me at the time so you know it it, it was you know it was difficult of course, you know, going there. But then at the same time, I was able to learn from them, you know, obviously learn a lot. And then my junior year, obviously, Akil was a senior. He was class of 2019. So then those two were still, DJ and Jalen were still there. So I was probably the third option in my junior year, despite what I averaged and whatnot. Because throughout the year, they were kind of like injured a lot. So, you know, obviously, I had to step up. You know, like, it's, it's you know, it's common sense pretty much like next man up. But, you know, I had to. It came quick, obviously. Like, it wasn't like I kind of was previewed to that the year before or anything like that. Like it, I had to like, you know, I had to change change things pretty quickly. You know, become a leader much quickly. You know, before I would say I was just you know kind of going with the flow, but you know I had to like start changing. Like I am every day in practice. I am every day in weights. Like talking to different guys. Like I had to, you know, obviously I had to step that up. And then my senior year, obviously those two were gone. So I, I wanted to really say, I guess it was my team per se, but because you know, I don't really like to talk like that, but you know, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of inevitable, you know, that's, that's kind of how it was. So inevitable, but uh, you know, that, that was the biggest thing, obviously in my senior year, we didn't, we had eight games. We didn't, you know, it wasn't too much, but you know, I'm at least grateful that we had a season, you know, that's, you know, that was the biggest thing. No, uh, yeah, that that's definitely a, a, a tough way to end it. That that, that that's for sure. But um, no, it's always good about progression. And like, what I like to hear is that it wasn't just a matter of you evolving on the court, but as well as with leadership skills. You know, when it comes to being more vocal, leading by example, because you know you had the big bros ahead of you. You know, prior, you know, mm-hmm. that was leading the way. Now it was it was just you know natural progression. It was your turn to kind of lead the rest of the troops. You know, let me ask you this yeah. uh, about about your game for the people who who uh, you know haven't seen you play or, you know, are not too familiar. Uh, like I said, I, I think one of the most athletic, if not the most athletic guard in, in <laughs> right. that area. Uh, but talk sure. to me, uh, no, you got to be, hey, man, come on. Hey, you know, <laughs> hey, men lie, women lie, man. Numbers yeah, and yeah, highlights yeah, don't. don't, don't, don't Actually, some highlights don't. do lie, but you know what I'm saying. But let me ask right. you this, is, uh, is who, did you, who did you, is there a specific player, whether it be local or even professionally, that you kind of, you know, kind of pattern your game after? Uh. I was, obviously, you know, there's different players I watched in the league and in college, but I would say there's nobody I really like pat my game after because I, you know, I try to be different. You know, I try to, you know, try to, you know, kind of create my own path. You know, so it's, it's, it's hard to say. I would say, but if I had to choose players I play with, I'm gonna say like Kawhi, you know, Russell Westbrook, like Jimmy Butler. Like those are some of the players I I probably say I play like the most. Um. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say that. But I wouldn't say there's a certain player that I would like fully model my game after. Let me ask you this: What aspect of your game do you think uh, developed the most between sophomore and senior year? 
Um, well, I would say from my high school, like now, obviously I'm much different being out here, but from my high school years, I feel like the athleticism was the biggest thing that, you know, that jumped. That was like, maybe people would expect, but I think like that's the biggest thing that, because obviously my athleticism led to me, you know, doing other things on the court as far as scoring the ball, you know, as far as defending, like things of that nature. So I would say my athleticism was you know, the biggest thing, obviously my strength, speed, all that. So, yeah, I would say that. Well, no, yeah, it's one thing that you were actually known for. I mean, you you saw, you know, I mean, obviously, right, right. I mean, there's more to basketball than highlights, but that's one thing they saw. They, I mean, that's one thing that was undeniable. Yeah, that irrefut- right. yeah that stood out. It was irrefutable was, was the athleticism. Let me ask you this. I, I, I know, obviously, senior year got cut a little short, but uh, when it comes to, um, you know, your the totality of your high school career, what would you say are one or two of the biggest highlights you know, for you personally? Oh, for me, I would say winning section. The winning section my junior year. And then uh, and then also getting player of the year that year. So that was, those are like the two biggest things that I would say. And Vallejo player of the year, excuse me. So. No, huge, no, huge accomplishments, that's for sure. Um, now you, you had mentioned, you know, putting up, you know, monster number senior year in a short, in a, you, know, you know, in a short uh, season. Amazing numbers. That is, no matter how you break it down, uh, you know, it, it's a direct reflection on the hard work you put in. Uh, that being said, I want to talk someone talk about someone specifically, actually, who linked us up together, who's been instrumental to your success in, you know, in, you know, Coach Mark, Mark Jeffries, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. GGT himself. Uh, talk to talk to me about that relationship uh, on and off the court and how that's evolved, and you know, and his impact and his influence on you throughout your whole journey and your process. Yeah, so what's interesting about Mark is that, um, so he was actually, I think it was 2019, it might have been early 2019, uh, or early 2020, I can't remember, but he, um, I met Mark, obviously, in the gym, but the thing was, he trained some players I already knew, like some of the guys that he routinely trained that I kind of already knew, I kind of knew who he was, we just never, like, spoke, and so one morning, I think it was obviously around 5 a.m. early. I think I was in there training by myself, or I might have been with my brother. And he was in there, you know, training a few of his other guys. And I remember one day he asked me if I wanted to work out the next day. So I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, obviously I'm not going to turn that down, but yeah, that's cool. And then that's when he kind of told me, like, his story. And the thing was different about Mark that I saw that was different. He has – I remember he, he used to write, like, workout plans like on a like a full sheet of paper and I don't mean like two lines like it used to be a full page the workout <laughs> plans and like I remember seeing that by his bag and that was different you know like I was like like you know it said my name at the top so it wasn't like he was just like we're just gonna go through DHOs uh we're just gonna do some shooting drills some ball handling so I'm like no like he actually think things that he was like I want to work on about your game and that was the first time that I even talked to him so he I remember he was telling me like he was studying my game studying my shot Cause that was the biggest thing, like trying to get my shot right. And so like, and my mechanics right. So like, he was like studying my shot thing. And I, you know, at the time I was like, yeah, yeah, like, I got you, I got you. But then at the time I was like, yeah, like this is different. I've never really like had anything like, you know, this many details, like, you know, so that's like the biggest thing that I was like, yeah, like I think this is gonna like take me somewhere. As far as like my game, my development, you know, throughout the years, like me and Mark, we've, throughout the, it's about two years now, I think. 
Um, yeah, he's been, you know, that's been my guy. Like he's, I feel like a lot of my game, I credit to him. A lot of the growth that I've had, like even off the court, mentally, like he sends me a lot of like meditation stuff. He sends me a lot of like different like teaching points, like, you know, mental that I can really use, like even not just basketball, just in life in general, just, you know, different things on how to win the day. Like that's been the biggest things he's helped me with. As far as like on the court, I would say my shot and just like under like my understanding of the game. Like even you know, before I felt like things could go wrong and I couldn't like pinpoint why they could go wrong. Or if I could pinpoint it, I couldn't pinpoint why like as quickly. And like that's the biggest thing that he's like helped me. Is like, no, you, you know, I can like go ahead. No, no, you go, you go finish up, sorry. Like that was like the biggest thing, like I can like pick things up quickly. It's like why my shot is going this way, or why like you know, like little things like that. I kind of that like the understanding, you know, he's like helping me with that a lot. What I really respect about Mark is you know the dedication and passion he puts into the players he trains. You right. know, you could tell. I mean, it, I I know that's you know the big bro to you, but it's kind of like as if he speaks to you guys as literally as his son, you know, obviously right, from an age right. standpoint, that's not what it is. I'm not, by the way, Mark, I'm not, calling, I'm not saying you're old, bro. I'm just trying to say it is, but, but that's the type of pride that he right. puts in. Cause trust me, uh, you know, seeing the, the videos he puts out for you, uh, you know, for you guys and just the, just the dedication and really what I, what I really love about, about him. And it's always been like this since day one, when we met at a, at a Boba spot out here in Elk yeah. Grove a couple of years back is, uh, yeah. is he always, he, he, he speaks with such high belief, uh, you know, of oh, the yeah. people he works yeah. with. And so, so sometimes he, he has that belief in you guys that you guys probably don't even have in yourself at times. And you mm -hmm. guys need that. And, and, and he, and, and honestly, and with him, it's not lip service. He truly believes that, you know, like right. he truly, truly believes you it. are the top, guard top you know you know athletic guard well guard first of all and probably the most athletic and 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 this and that and and like you said it's just the details right the little right, details right. that you're that you picked up that he he picks on this isn't like a template that he just puts out for everybody it's specific no. for you you know so right, right. uh yeah and that's why with him i i i really do uh you know try to put upon myself to get a ggcm member on the podcast because i know he's working yeah. with a lot of great people and i know the type of people that he works with is yeah. you know someone that they have a, definitely a nice story to tell that's for sure right. so uh it's definitely safe to say that 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 bond between you two far exceeds the court you know that's for sure let yeah. me ask you this let me ask you this what are some uh you know i mean i know you alluded to some stuff that he sends to you and what have you but what are some yeah. success principles or some critical things that you think that mark has has taught you or shown you specifically uh one of the things i would credit him for is like his his work ethic is obviously like you mentioned it like briefly about the camera like he's like he picked that up you know knowing how to record things like that like and know how to edit like pick that up quickly and now he can you know obviously edit our videos like put things up for us but then like you know with him it's like his day is you know waking up 4 a.m working out guys from 4 a.m to 8 a.m then probably take a break in between the day and he's right back at it I remember in the summer we were going, and this was obviously during COVID. He would, I think he would go up at 4 a.m., work guys out till 8 a.m. Then he would take a break, obviously be with his family, be with his family, and then he'd come back probably from three o'clock all the way to seven o'clock. It was just every day, like it, it, it wasn't stopping at all. Like every day, it wasn't stopping. Like no excuses. Like you know, he, he's out there. It doesn't matter if it's obviously 100 degrees outside. Being outside all day, that's not. Now, obviously, as a hooper, you know, like that's like, you don't want to do that. Be outside, especially on outside courts all day. It could be windy sometimes. 
it'll be 110 degrees outside in Cali sometimes. Like it's that was the worst thing. But I that's the biggest thing I picked up on him was like his consistency. Like every day, like I'm I'm here. Like it doesn't matter what it is, how I feel. Like I'm I'm gonna bring it every day. That was the biggest thing I feel I picked up from him. I think you need that. I think you need that because I I think I think when you have someone you know outside of family, right? Outside of family, mm -hmm. that's really dedicated to your success, uh, and, and he's able to show that with actions, not just words. Uh, that's something that 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 pushes you and inspires you on in those days that you don't feel like doing it. You know, right, you have right. a you have a guy that's out here. You know, like you said, has a family, has a family, and is out here and is committed to your success. What's your excuse? Right. What's your excuse? Yeah. And, it, it, and especially when it, especially when it's you, this is, this is, you know, this is your path. This is your journey. So mm -hmm. that's awesome to hear, man. Well, listen, I want to get into, you know, a lot of questions when it comes to, you know, players like yourself, you have a GGT member, like we were talking before we started recording, um, you know, MJ, when it comes to you guys have uh -huh. a lot of similarities, put up monster numbers. And it's not like Jaden Alexander is not your, you know, from a physical standpoint, he's not like a small guard. We all know you're a good size. You're one yeah. of the most athletic. You're not the most athletic. So, and, you know, you put up 20 plus points junior year, you know, played on, you know, West Coast Elite, uh, obviously, you know, good program, Lake Show, like you had mentioned, uh, yeah. you know, your senior year, which was shortened, but still 29 plus points a game, monster numbers. Mm. Let's get into your recruitment, man. Despite all this massive, you know, success and these monster numbers you put up, Talk about the teams that were recruiting you, or maybe, and let's just, like I said, I mean, this is straight talk now, that, or the lack of recruitment that you feel like you, you that you received. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So my senior year, obviously, I talked to some schools here and there, but none of them pulled the trigger. You know, I talked to a few schools. I was in contact with, with quite a few schools. I don't know if I should probably name drop, but you know, I, I was in contact with a few schools, and none of them, you know, pulled the trigger. None of them ended up offering. You know, it was kind of just like a like we were just talking for like a while. I mean, it kind of just started to fade away a little bit. You know, I, I did, I did pick up two. I did pick up an offer to uh, Cal State East Bay, and and you know, I think I had an offer to uh, Chico State, and then that was about it. You know, so you know, it, it, it was it was difficult, obviously, because you know you see guys around you. You know, not to really focus on other guys, but you see guys around you, kind of that you know you're probably better than still getting, you know, still getting those offers, still getting those looks. And, you know, as somebody who, especially somebody who works as hard as I do, you know, it, it's hard at times. You know, sometimes you, there's days that you're just like, like, what, what would I even get out of it, you know? But then that's the little things we have to, you know, keep pushing. Like one day, like, like one day I'm going to find something. One day God will give me something. I just got to, you know, stay focused, you know, keep working. As far as now, like being out here, like obviously my recruitment has, I feel like it's, it's jumped up quite a bit. And I feel like the biggest thing is being in front of the right set of eyes, you know, being around the right people. Because it is, again, who you know. It's not always about, you know, other things. Like, it really is. It does depend on who you know. So I feel like that's the biggest thing out here. I agree. Not, not only who you know, but being at the right place at the right time, right? Being at the right place right. at the right time. And, and you know you know what I'm saying? You got, you know, you ain't got to get ready if you stay. You, you got to stay ready so you don't got to get mm -hmm. ready. That so because you don't know when that time is, you know, like when 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 MJ came out here, who would have thought that the the you know his time was at an AU tournament after he he was he had great right, yeah, right. yeah. So so you 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 never know. Let me ask you this: I'm gonna make a point here. Uh, okay. Senior year, how tall were you? Give me what about six five, six six? Are you a little taller? Or that like added a couple inches for you? Oh uh, yeah, probably six, six, four. Four. Yeah, six four. Uh, oh, okay, six four. Jump. Jump out the gym, <laughs> all right. I don't, I don't know what your I don't know I don't know what your vert is, 
two way yeah. play. No, no, two way player, 29 right. points a game, played for West Coast Elite. I'm saying this up here for something. So, all this, it doesn't make sense. It, what I'm trying to get is what more could you have done? So, let me yeah. ask you ultimately, in your opinion, obviously, we don't know the answer. I mean, you said we don't got a name drop the schools, but I mean, obviously, you had you had a handful of schools. You had East Bay, you had a, a solid D2. I think Chico State's D2, right? Solid D2 mm-hmm. school there. Uh, um, but you would think with those type of numbers you put up and with your athleticism, can you you pass the eye test? That's the thing. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. you didn't pass the eye test. You you're, you're not like a five ten guard that you know yeah. was a bucket but was five ten. No, no, yeah. you're, you know you're six four. You have you know you know solid physique. Obviously, you're you're definitely a D one you know body type, right? And right. you had the athleticism. What do you feel? I mean, what do you feel was missing? What do you feel? You know, like I said, someone that right now that's listening to this, who actually I have a handful of people that were excited when they they, they knew that you were coming on the podcast, was like, yeah, I want mm-hmm. I want to hear. Why didn't they come your way? What, I mean, what do you feel? You know, I mean, can you play with a program that did, you know, right. did put you out there? What do you feel was was, was like missing? Uh, I feel like, well, I feel like I can say two things. Like one thing is not even on the court related. And then another thing is on the court. I'll start with the on the court. On the court, I feel like shooting was probably the biggest thing. Maybe the, one of the biggest questions, like shooting consistently. Obviously, I can hit it, have a game where I shoot make four or five threes in another game it's like I didn't even attempt a three you know so I feel like that's the biggest thing obviously that's been the biggest jump right now obviously because you know when people come here they probably say like I'm one of the better shooters here now but I think that's just a testament to my work that I obviously put in and the other thing that I would say is not even on the court related I feel like having somebody in your corner who obviously can vouch for you and you know talk about you and you know get you out there that's like one of the biggest things is now, as crazy as that sounds, sometimes, you know, you have to, if you don't do the right things in front of the right eyes, you need somebody that knows people that can help you out. You know, obviously little things to, like that leads on to more recruitment, picking up your recruitment. No, I mean, in my opinion, yeah, yeah. I would say that's that will happen for me. No, don't, no, that, you know what? I mean, it, that might not make sense to some people, but it makes sense to me. And I'm excited. I, and, I, and I say that just so that you know, because I have no doubt that, you know, obviously you're doing phenomenal things right now you rate you know there's there's an offer that you picked up that we're going to talk about i want to talk about here coming up and i know obviously mm-hmm. uh you know your future is beyond bright we, we we all know that but but this is a perfect example though of sometimes you know all the boxes are checked off but it just still doesn't happen right mm-hmm. and that's when right. that, like, like like you said i mean one thing hopefully they people pick up from that is you you, you got to be at the right place you got to be at the right place in front of the right eyes i like how you said that man and, 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 I, and i and i agree a hundred percent um you know that being said you know you, so you're at scotland now um you know obviously a, a great a great program First of all, talk to me about this, because obviously you're not on the West Coast anymore. <laughs> you're not uh, on the yeah, West Coast. Yeah. So, so, so talk to me uh, about the adjustment, both on and off the court, being out there. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but we'll get right back to it. When it comes to your CBD, quality matters. For all natural relief, visit SimpleGardenCBD.com. If 2020 taught us anything, it's how important our mental and physical health is. Simple Garden CBD specializes in third-party lab-tested, premium-quality CBD products that deliver consistent potency and purity you can count on. Utilizing industry-best extracting methods and ingredients, Simple Garden CBD is proof that not all CBD is created equal. Go check out their amazing lineup of premium CBD vapes, great-tasting full-spectrum, and THC-free tincture oils, as well as their delicious Delta 8 gummies that are absolutely amazing. 
amazing. And don't forget, they also carry some of the latest vape battery technology and designs on the market. So shop now at simplegardencbd.com and use discount code STRAYHAND15 and save 15% on your order. That's right, I said it. Save 15% on your order using discount code STRAYHAND15. Get your order in now and experience the amazing benefits of premium quality CBD for yourself. Add Simple Garden CBD to your health and wellness regimen today. Real CBD, real results. Okay, yeah. So the biggest thing, I'm probably, there were three Cali guys out here. One of them ended up leaving. So now there's two of us. So obviously, probably the furthest away out of everyone, you know, because there's obviously a lot of East Coast guys here. And, you know, at first, I can touch on the weather. At first, the weather was good here. Like, I remember coming here, it was like 80, like 88, 89 a couple days. Like, you know, it wasn't, it was nothing bad. Obviously, I knew that there was some, there was going to be some stuff coming. As of right now, it's, it's getting to the point where I'm having to wear three jackets every time I step outside. It's, they're talking about, you know, obviously I needed some boots. I don't have any boots. So I guess I came unprepared in that sense. Um, like, you know, it's, it's, you know, as far as the weather, it's like, I'm already starting to feel like, dang, like this is what we got to go through. And it's only going to get worse. You know, only going to get worse. But as far as like basketball though, it's, it's been fun, you know, cause I'm able to like, you know, go in the morning, work out, work out with Sully in the morning, probably around 5am. Like and even days that we don't, I might still go to, go to the gym in the morning, you know, after all of our workouts throughout the day as far as like you know team workouts i can still come back to the gym late at night you know and that's that's like perfect for my world like that's perfect for my day you know it's like that's that's been like as much freedom as we have here you know being able to like you know get right. the gym so, at different times like yeah that's been a, been the best part yeah it sounds like you know obviously people are there you're there for a reason right you're there for a reason yeah. uh i mean you mean you gotta treat it like a i hate to say it, you gotta treat it like a business right you, you, you plan you plan on you gotta act as if you gotta act as if you're a professional and that's what you that's what you guys have you have you guys have the you know the luxury of being able to have those amenities uh you know uh, available to you right that most people huh. don't at any given time it sounds like <laughs> for the most part <laughs> right. you know you, you so so basically you can put in that work from eight to faint you know, there's really no excuse, at, you know, at that point. Um, mm -hmm. When it comes to on the court itself or even with the, with the coaching staff that you have there, I know that you obviously they, they do a great job. What What's a couple of things that you already feel that your game has already improved on uh, since you've been there in, in, in the short amount of time that you've been out there? Uh, I will say learning, obviously, different levels. You're going to learn new concepts. But here, learning new concepts, learning from, you know, Sully, learning from, obviously, Coach Chaney. He's, you know, you probably say he's a legend, especially in this in the basketball world. Like he's he's obviously done a lot, and his reputation is up there. So you know, like that's you know my whole thing coming out here, regardless of because obviously, like you just said, you know, it's, sometimes it just it just doesn't happen. But obviously, fortunate enough for me, the good things have been happening, and I would say the biggest thing, regardless of what happens, you know, throughout this these six months, like the biggest thing, I just want to learn as much as I can, soak up as much information as I can, especially from, you know, uh, Coach Chaney, you know, Sully, like those are the, there's some really guys that you want to be around, you know, guys that you want to grow around. So I'm, I'm just trying to learn as much as I can, you know, obviously pay attention to details, different things that they're telling us. But as far as like, you know, I feel like I'm learning how to, learning a lot about myself, obviously being around like really good players here, you know, obviously there's a lot of everybody here is kind of here for a reason. Um, as far as it could be, you know, on the court, off the court, and things just didn't 
either things just didn't go right or they're here to obviously learn from Chaney. And, you know, I feel like being around all these, all these better players, you know, being able to really like every day go at different players, you know, and like grow my game. You know, even things that I didn't, you know, I didn't really understand that I had or didn't have, you know, being able to like, you know, fine tune my game to the fullest every day. Cause you know, obviously we're doing things every day. Like it's nonstop, not a lot of, not a lot of day offs here. So, you know, it's, that's been like the, the best thing, learning how to like go at it each day, you know, like don't not taking any days off, you know, obviously. And, uh, you know, yeah, just learning a lot about myself, learning about my body. That's the biggest thing. Uh, that's awesome to hear, man. Talk to me about the, you know, the season so far. I know it's early on and, uh, Talk to me how that and how how that's how's that, that you know that, that's went for you so far has it been going for you sorry oh uh, yeah it's it's going good it's going good so far um we haven't really you know really stepped into anything crazy yet obviously you know kind of just played a few games here back at home yeah. we got we got another one tomorrow and then we got another one uh, on Saturday um what's interesting obviously we played forty four games. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot, Man. A lot, yeah, a lot of games. <laughs> it, it doesn't stop, you know. It doesn't stop. That's one of the things that they say the most, like it doesn't stop, especially when the games start, you know. So that's that's the biggest adjustment, obviously. I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit us eventually. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's been going good. Just trying to, you know, understand, obviously, my role on this team, different ways that I can help help this team win, you know, obviously. You know, obviously, I want to grow my game as well, but, you know, also be able to, you know, be able to change things, try, trying to lead, you know, lead the team each day. You know, it's been just little things, you know, little things I'm trying to attack each day. Gotcha, gotcha. A couple things here before we wrap up with my, you know, rapid fire Q&A, which I always end all my shows with. But let me ask you this is, uh, you know, uh, what are some of your main, and I, you know, I always believe in speaking life, you know, it's, it, you know, you always hear the saying, speak life and death. I always believe in speaking life and, you know, speaking life into your goals. What are some specific goals that you have you know, while you're there, um, you know, obviously they have a track record, uh, you know, plethora of stories of success stories, one after the other, after the other with like, like you said, legendary coach Cheney there, but is there, what are some really specific goals that, you, that Jaden Alexander has for himself while, 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 while you're there? Cause obviously, as you know, this is just a stop in your journey. Right. Um, as far as team goals, I of course want to, well, obviously I want to, <sighs> You know, coming down to, you know, the Nationals and things like that, of course, I want to win. You know, of course, just win a championship. Of course, like, that's, you know, I know they, a couple of years ago, they got close. And they end up, they end up losing in the championship. So, you know, obviously, I want to get back to that point. Um, as far as individual, obviously, you know, I want to grow my recruitment. You know, kind of continue to learn about that, you know, the recruitment game, learn about the, you know, the college game. Because that's the biggest thing. You know, Chaney has spoken about that many times is that the biggest thing is not – obviously, he wants to get us to college. But, you know, his saying is that I want to prepare you for college. Like, if I can get you there and you're not prepared, then you didn't – we didn't do anything here. Like, I, I'm that's trying good. to prepare – yeah, I'm trying that's to good. prepare you – prepare you for college, be able to get to college and be able to play, not get to college. And next thing you know, you're calling them back and being like, yeah, I think I got a transfer. You know, he just it didn't work out. That means you weren't prepared or it just wasn't the right fit. But his thing is, you know, always want to get you prepared. And so, like, you know, that's that's the biggest thing that I'm obviously trying to soak in each day because obviously, you know, wherever I want to go, I obviously want to make an impact right away. But I'll say that, yeah, that's the biggest thing I'm trying to get out of this.
just actually one quick, quick side note before I ask my, the last question, before we get into the rapid fire Q and mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I saw this correctly, but didn't you already receive an offer since you've been out there? Uh, yeah, I did. I received the offer from Brian. Congratulations on that, brother. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. Yeah, that, yeah. that was that was big, you know. So it kind of felt like a finally, you know, moment. Yeah. And I, I honestly I think you and I both know that, that you know that won't be that won't be the last. So right, uh right. long-term goal. I mean, obviously, I mean uh I, I know what I, I could assume what it is, but you know, you know, I've had this answer, <laughs> I've had this answer surprise mm -hmm. me with quite a few guests, but what's the big time vision? What's the you know, big time, you know, long you know, long term. Uh, vision for Jaden Alexander? Uh, well, as far as next year of college, of course, you know, I want to I be a great college player. You know, I want to sit, you know, obviously be remembered. Like, college is, I still see college as important to me. Like, I don't see it as a stepping stone to get to the NBA, of course, or get to a professional league. Like, I still want to, I want to do great things in college, obviously. I want to leave a mark in college. And obviously, after that, it's the NBA. Like, you know, I want to, be a great player in the NBA one day, be in the NBA for many years. You know, I want to have that 10 to 15 year career in the NBA. You know. So, yeah. I love it, man. No, I love it. Let me ask you this. Actually, this is a bonus question, I guess. Uh, okay. uh, I, I, if you didn't play basketball at all, what would have been, uh, which I, what would you been, you know, the career goal for you if it wasn't, if uh, it wasn't the NBA? Yeah, I've been, yeah, this is hard. Um, so I always like to see myself as like, a, if you don't really, if you have a plan B, you don't really believe in plan A. Like, you know, so it's it's hard to say. I don't know what I would be doing. Um, obviously, I'd probably be working now. Obviously, be in school. Because I'm kind of a guy that likes to follow the right path. So, you know, it's hard to say as far as, like, what I'd be doing or if I would be playing another sport. You know, I could be on the field. I could be playing football. So, you know, you, know, you never know, though. It's, it's, it's crazy to think about sometimes. But, yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, it sounds like it's, it sounds like one way or another, it was going to be sports related is what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, Jaden, this is what we're going to do, man. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to finish with some, you know, rapid fire Q&A, like I always, you know, finish with all, you know, with all my guests. First thing that comes to your head, nothing too deep. Uh, what yeah. is your go-to move? Hezzy. Gotcha. Uh, who is currently your favorite NBA player and who's your favorite uh, player of all time? <laughs> LeBron and LeBron. I go into any <laughs> debates with that. that yeah, that's, that's well, hey, well, they, you just answered the next question. I was gonna say MJ or LBJ. I know you young fellas usually <laughs> tend to go to LBJ, but it's LeBron, yeah. huh? Yeah, I have no shame in that. Doesn't matter what people say. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Bron. I can't even lie to you. I didn't. And like, I want to say this. I don't. If I'm gonna be honest, I didn't grow up in the obviously in the MJ realm. Like Bron was somebody. Like you know, some people say like Kobe. That's my goat. Like, so for me, like, Bron is my goat. Like, I see the things that, one of the things, like, Bron, when I hear people talk, when I hear some MJ fans talk, there's some things they don't know that Bron has. They just kind of just like, no, 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 like, we don't, we, don't, we don't rock with Bron type of thing. Like, I see all the little, I see all the little things. That's why I feel like I can say that and even argue with people about that. You know, it's so like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's my goat. Got you. Sure. I got you. Uh, Trey or Luca? Luca, I'm gonna go Luca, of course. Lamelo or Ja? Ja, Ja, I'm going Ja. Ooh, we okay. Uh, yeah. On on the way to that workout in the mornings, what do you have in the Beats? What do you have in the AirPods? What 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 song? What album are you listen to right now? Oh, let's see. It just it all depends. I probably say number one guy I listen to is probably Rod Wave. Okay, 
But yeah, yeah we got a couple right way fans. got a couple right yeah. fans has been on the pod. I know. Yeah. Uh, I know. Shout out Zach Chappelle at Sac State. My guy Zach's a big Rodway fan. Got yeah, give him a little yeah, shout. Sure. Good, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, best advice you've ever received from Mr. GGT himself, Mark. What's the best advice? Oh, this is a tough one. That's advice. It's hard to because there's a few, but it's hard to pick one. I would say that you know that's the best thing. One. I would say if well, can I change around like this? Can I say that what's the biggest thing that he's told me, or the biggest thing I've learned from him? It's your show, man. It's your show, champ. Whatever you want. Yeah, sounds good. You you kind of said stuff on it before, but the way that he believes and the way that he speaks, I try to like. It's almost like his manifestation. Like I try to like the way that he has spoken to me and different like you know goals that he sees and the vision that he sees. I feel like that's. That's been the biggest thing, biggest my biggest motivation. You know that I've, I've been able. Perfect, to Perfect, man. I like it, man. Last thing, last one. Here you go. I know there's there's okay. plenty out there, but with, with a journey <laughs> with a journey like yours, I think you know, I think they should definitely be listening. What's the if you had to break it down to one? What's the number one advice you have for aspiring basketball players? If you had that, everything that you went through, the you know the journey that you have, obviously mm-hmm. your testimony that you have. What's the if you had to break it down just to one advice for that maybe that. 10, 12, 14, 17-year-old senior, maybe that senior had to put up the 25 points a game and gain any looks or whatever maybe. Right. If you had to break it down for one advice you have for all these aspiring basketball players, what would it be? Uh, one thing I would say, you can't – as cliche as it says, but I, I give it a, I give it a reasoning behind it. It's literally you cannot give up. And I, I would say this because if you can go through so many days, you can go through – 300 days, 365 days in a row where you don't, like, you don't feel any change in yourself. But then on that 366 day, that last day, that one day, somebody could have told you something, you could have saw something, and that could change your life forever. Like, it doesn't take much to change your life, like, at all. It, it, it could be one person, it could be one quote, it could be anything. Some little that you did that you figured out that you know how to do is one thing. But if you give up, you won't ever get to that point. You know, so that's like the biggest thing I would say. I kind of see it as like, you know, I've saw this, I've seen this picture before, like somebody, somebody like mining and there's, yeah, and there's, yeah. And there's you know, diamonds on the other side. But if you stop right there, like you won't be able to get to those diamonds. But if you keep going, you'll eventually find it. That's like one of the biggest things I would say. I love it, man. No, I love it. I mean, uh, literally all it takes is that, you know, that one moment that, you know, that, that paradigm shift you know, that one event, right. that one game, that, you know, that one inspiring moment that you got right. from the person one you want to look up to, right. that's right. it. I mean, and it literally, everything could change just like that. No, I, I get it, man. Well, man, that, 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 that was awesome, brother. Listen, man, uh, I, I know it was, uh, I know you have a busy day out there. I know we, we had to, you know, move some stuff around to make this happen, right. man, but, yeah. but, but, I'm, I, but I'm excited to, uh, you know, I was, you know, definitely excited to have you on. I'm, I'm definitely happy that you were able to share your story, man. But I just definitely want to thank you for hopping on the podcast. Uh, for sure, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, this is a good one. I'm glad we did this. I appreciate you. For the rest of y'all out there, if you want to, you know, continue following Jaden's, uh, you know, uh, journey, you can follow him on the gram. His his, his, his handle is Jaden X uh alexander what jaden with, that's without the y j-a-d-e-n-x alexander yes. uh on the gram give, give him a follow follow his journey um as he obviously 
continues to do great things out in Scotland and, and, and you know, you, you could follow him on to his, you know, next step from there, you know, all the way up to the, to the league. Uh, and once again, I want to thank you guys for joining me for another straight talk with straight hand. So you have a blessed day guys. God bless. Thanks for tuning in to another Straight Talk with Straight Hand podcast. And if you haven't done so already, click the subscribe button and make sure to follow him on Instagram at Strayhand, S-T-R-A-Y-H-A-N-D. And we will catch you on the next episode.